Handle on the News. Handle on the News. Bill Handle. And now, here's Bill Handel. Yep, it's a Monday, uh, April uh, 23rd. Handel here. Good morning, everybody. As um, another week starts and another week ends. Yet last week, circle of life. Wow. Deep. Deep thoughts. Wasn't Circle of Life your theme last week as it well? It was. That's true. You're getting very Every, contemplative. No, actually, when you think about it, uh, everything is a circle of life. Even the circle of life. Wow. I mean, I think the circle of a life is the most thing that's circle of life. Big big bucks here, just to let you know. Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, hard to believe. Right next to it? your name on the plaque, I know. Circle of Life. Circle of Life, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, when I... Uh, for your information, I don't know if we have the photo available, but uh, when uh, I received uh, the award induction, I uh, held up a little stuffed lion <laughs> with both with both hands, hands above your head. Yes, it's a vi- it's a visual. Uh, good morning, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hello, Handel. Hello, and uh, Wayne Resnick. Hakuna Matata. Uh, yes, and uh, good morning, Alex. Hi. And uh, John Ramirez, altar boy. It's the sun. Just had a great visual, right? Uh, with my, uh, I'm thinking of uh, Night at the Museum, you know, with my pet cappuccino monkey slapping me in the face while I was throwing it up there. Uh, it's just, it's a whole visual. Why don't we just uh, get right into uh, the news? What do you think, guys? It's a good idea. Yeah, lead story. All right, that Tennessee Waffle House shooter. Oh, God. Please, please, another one. Um... Anyway, he was arrested in July of 2017 trying to get into uh, onto the White House lawn, screaming he has to speak to uh, the uh, has to speak to the president. And they ended up arresting him. And uh, effectively, uh, he was charged with trespassing and then entered a deferment program and was able to have the charges dropped after going to doing the community service. Point is, uh, he is going to talk more about this with Jim Ryan as to the specifics I wonder if this is going to add to the gun control issue because AR-15 used to kill four people. And then a story about uh, this extraordinary man, a real hero. Okay, no no one can argue uh, he's in a restaurant Waffle House and he is in the bathroom locking himself in. And as soon as he hears the shots stop, he opens the door and rushes the gunman and and a shot goes off as they're uh, wrestling for the uh, the weapon, and he is grazed in the arm. See that is a genuine hero. Okay, he's but- not a hero for eating waffles. Although Waffle House waffles are great, I'm not arguing that. So if you eat waffles. Uh, normally, under our new definition of heroism, you're a hero. But hold on, here's what the guy says. <laughs> he says, "I'm not a hero." I did that completely out of a selfish act. Yeah, I, I was completely doing it just to save myself. I don't want people to think I was the Terminator or Superman or anybody like that. I figured if I was going to die, he was going to have to work yeah, for it. But he's locked the bathroom door. Okay, I don't know if it was a single-use bathroom. Lights are flickering here. 
It's the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Uh, lights uh, are flickering. Uh, and I, we don't know where he was under what circumstances. But I tell you, if he said he only did it to save his ass, he is both not a hero and not very smart. Here you have the opportunity to get the accolades and to get uh, the the awards and uh, I don't know. I mean, I sure as hell, even if I did that, would take full credit for oh, heroism. Oh, and I'm joking. Of course he's a hero. He saved everybody there. But no, I'm just not saying, necessarily. If funny. he did it, no, if he did it to save his own ass, it's still extremely brave. Exactly. It is brave. Yes. Although if you do it as self defense, and that's the only thought, is that brave? Yes. That's, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Yes. Asked and answered. All right. Are you going to, with Jim Ryan, are you going to, because you said, is this going to lead to more calls for gun control? Are you going to get into the issue of how this guy got that yes. AR-15 That's style That's what I rifle? want to know. Yeah, he got it because his dad originally had him. Uh, he took them uh, ostensibly without his dad's permission. No, no, he it was his, they were his. Yeah, they were his. And his, the, after the right. after the arrest at the White House, the local cops interviewed him and took the they guns away. They got his weapons authorization revoked. They took all his guns, but they gave them to his dad. His right. dad has now admitted he gave them back to the guy. I think dad has some. So there's no here. new law. Right. That is necessary here. And there's, there's one. If sure. you take guns from somebody, you don't give them to right. somebody else who knows right. the person. I Number think, two, the dad should go down. I don't know yeah, what the specific criminal to. statute would be. Well, but I, I would like supply, to see that guy go to prison. I think supplying guns to someone who shouldn't have guns, there has to be a statute on it. And I think the argument is going to be, <coughs> and it's not a very practical argument, is that somehow the move should be made that no AR-15s should be available to anybody. But it, it almost doesn't matter anymore because there's so many out there. And the gun advocates say uh, that it's everybody who has one that's not going to use not going to use it criminally. What are you going to do, take away their guns? And I think the gun advocates say, yeah, it's exactly what they're going to do is take away people's guns. Now, can they do it under the Second Amendment? Well, they could with AR-15s. That is... That is legal. The government does have the authority to come in and take away uh, AR-15s, just like they have the ability to go take away bazookas. Do you think they have the right to take them away? Yeah. They certainly have the right to yeah. ban them. That's been I think litigated right, I think they have a right to, to the moon. I think they have a right to take them away. To come confiscate I don't, them I don't, uh, I don't under think, some ex post facto? I don't think you have. First of all, it's not an ex post facto criminal law. Uh, it's not constitutionally ex post facto, right. and I don't it's... think, and I don't think it stops uh, the government from retroactively taking it. I really don't. I I think that would pass constitutional muster. Uh, that's my take on it. But it, practically speaking, it's never going to happen. All right, so let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get uh, right to as many stories as we can. Also, when we come back, your chance to win a thousand dollars. Brought to you by Cunning Dental. If you're missing teeth. Call Cunning. Matter of fact, by the time this contest is over, we're all going to be missing teeth. <laughs> Call Cunning Dental for a free exam, 888-640-SMILE. And uh, this is uh, KFI Handle here. Here's your chance to win some cash. Your shot at $1,000 now. 
Text the keyword cash to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's cash to 200-200. If you win, they'll call you from a number you don't recognize. Answer it or you're out of luck. Angela in San Clemente did, and she won $1,000. Your next chance to win is next hour. You have a chance to win Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. All right, back we go, and we have plenty more handle on the news. Uh, Some of the top trending news, uh, manhunt on the way now for the Waffle House shooter and the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, uh, having baby number three. Tell you, she's putting out just like she should. It's very important for... uh, Just like she should? Well, yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, yeah, uh, royally speaking, damn right. You want a lot of heirs to the throne. It's very distressing when there are no heirs. Matter of fact, think about it. Uh, William is on his way to no heirs. Oh. What happens if Ouch. if they were to ever get to the point where there were no heirs? Well, then they go to the next. It's like uh, Queen Elizabeth, who was uh, the bastard child of Henry VIII. They just start going down the line. And as a matter of fact, I don't think there's any such thing as bastard children anymore. There aren't here. Here in the United States, uh, bastard kids don't exist legally. So it's a, a question of uh, they just go down and you can go you know, brothers, sisters. It would go to uh, it would go to Harry if there were no heirs. Can they adopt? I think they can. I don't know why they couldn't. But it could be a bi- that's a very good question. Is it a biological connection? I don't know the answer. Yeah. I don't know the answer. It could be blood. Could be. And I that's a great question. Can you look that up? All right. Oh, okay. Uh it's got if you uh want to walk around uh Mount Vernon today, you've got about two and a half, three hours till they shut it down for a big dinner between President Trump. And French President Emmanuel Macron. Let's go out to dinner. Will they serve macaroni? Pardon? Macaron? Will they serve macarons? To... Uh, that's they good. should serve macaroni and macarons to Macron. Yes. Now, going to Mount Vernon is very special. They very rarely ever do state dinners at Mount Vernon. And this one is particularly significant because of uh, the connection that the French had uh, during the Revolutionary War where the French basically pulled our chestnuts out of the fire. Corn, Cornwallis, Yorktown, and it was, uh, and Lafayette. Lafayette, who uh, George Washington uh, almost was a, a parent to, adopted son, and then went back, uh, Lafayette went back to France and did a uh, was a big, important uh, figure in the uh, French Revolution, having lived through the American Revolution. So anyway, that's it's a good connection. It really you'll see a lot of American stuff being served up. You think it'll be the the old style like Could peanut be. soup Could and be. Could be. Interesting. You know, fried catfish. Mm-hmm. Could be. Regional dishes. Oh yeah, it could be that. Well, maybe things will work out. Maybe they won't. Only time will tell. Drop what the president said about this possibility, hopeful possibility, about having the meeting with North Korea's Kim Jong-un. He said, well, only time will tell, and we're a long way from collusion on North Korea, but maybe things will work out, maybe they won't. A lot of controversy here. The people who are attacking Trump and don't like Trump say things like uh, that 
that Kim Jong-un has given us nothing. It's what he's already done. You know, and no one's giving or not enough people are giving this president uh, the credit for just sitting down with Kim. He is a genuine nuclear power. He may be a rogue state or it may be a rogue state, but it is real. And we know that 25 years hasn't worked. And he is saying, let's try this. And, oh, we're going to give him legitimacy. So what? What's the big whoop here? What all we're doing is recognizing reality. So uh, I'm uh, I'm giving kudos to the president on this one. And while we're waiting to see if President Trump's going to meet with Kim Jong-un, it looks like those crazy kids over there, the North and the South, they may be working things out themselves. Dancing single file. Back to work! South Korea said it's going to stop blasting the uh, K-pop music and the... Now, it's interesting because this article from the LA Times calls it propaganda, but they would blast basically just positive news over the border into North Korea. And they said they're going to turn off those speakers right. because they're having their own summit in the DMZ, the like, South and the North. Like Radio Free Europe. Remember that? Yeah. And you know what Radio Free Europe did? Zero. That's what it did. It was exactly this. Broadcasting the uh, Amer- the news of the free world. You know, it's like the BBC uh, broadcasting during World War II all over. The eagle has landed. Beethoven is dead. Your right foot will be amputated. Just these code words, these little code phrases that would get uh, the resistance ready to go. In other words, everybody's ready, and here it is. You go for it with these uh, coded phrases. I don't know what the point here was. Okay, we're going to blast K-pop over the border at North Korea. That what, at some point they'll, but at some point they'll say. Please, if you stop, we'll give up our nukes. I think it's more just screwing with them. You know, just we'll show you, and then they come back and show us, and it's just, uh, I think that is, for some reason, somebody thinks that's effective. And all it does is really piss off the North Koreans more than anything else. Maybe that's the entire point. Problem is, North Korea uh, could send out assassin teams to wipe out the K-pop uh, bands because that's what they do. I mean, they're very good at doing that. We'll take a break and come back. Jennifer Jones Lee, you're up. And uh, this is uh, KFI Handle here. Good morning. Uh, it is a, a Monday, April 23rd. We do have an Instagram video. Uh, Wayne tries to put them up as quickly as possible in the morning. And this is in reference to an event Friday night that we had, a listener event. And it was uh, actually the host, uh, the MC was uh, the lovely Jennifer Jones Lee. Thank you, thank you. And we had a bunch of listeners who had uh, actually, I think, donated to Katarina's Club. And then we came back and had a cocktail party. Yeah. Anyway, so it's reference to that. And it. Uh, Are you angry about how things went down no, Friday night? No, I thought it was wonderful. Oh, no, he's, just, he's it, just got a comment about I, I just, yeah, what it was like to meet call, people. My normal handle's not a curmudgeon. At least I don't think so. All right, let's do it. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee. By the way, the Instagram is at Bill Handle Show. Got it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. And we knew that he was sick and in the hospital, but I don't know if we knew that he was this critical, but mini me, Vern Troyer, has died. Mini me, 
You complete me. You know, they're not telling us why. I originally thought it was suicide uh, when family said he had some issues that he was dealing with. It could have been medical. He Well, he was a very heavy drinker. He made the comments at last year, I want to say maybe even, uh, yeah, alcohol addiction. And when he went to the hospital this last time, I'm pretty sure it was because he had um, drank a whole lot and was suicidal. And I don't know. I think we might not know what condition he went into the hospital a couple of weeks ago in. Maybe it was worse than they let us know is what it sounds like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, two foot eight uh, and uh, had many, many parts uh, throughout his career. And his uh, big breakout part was Mini-Me and Austin Powers. The man who was stabbed in the neck while eating with his family uh, in Ventura has passed away. Oh. My father would lift me And we talked about this on Friday, uh, saying he's in the hospital, uh, he's in critical condition. We assumed, I did, he was going to survive. I did too. Because they didn't mention grave, uh, they didn't say life-threatening uh, and uh, it was just he's in critical condition. And everybody's in critical condition when they go to the hospital. I mean, that's just sort of a given. When they're picked up after a shooting, after a stabbing, after a car accident, everybody's in critical condition. And, of course, the vast, vast majority uh, survive. So that's, uh, yeah. He there was- is going to be a major outcry up there because the, the guy who did it, who's now in jail, was well-known uh, as a transient guy and people had been calling the cops for like half an hour reporting that this guy was walking around yelling acting erratically and apparently the ventura police say you know what all our officers were dealing with other matters and we just didn't have any resources to send over there yeah they were watching him i guess they have some cameras on the but if they knew if they knew who he was and they had responded before and he wasn't deemed a threat before I don't know the circumstances, but I'm always trying to throw another side and trying to throw another explanation uh, in this thing. And maybe the cops just screwed up, much like that poor kid who uh, suffocated in uh, his Honda Odyssey. When he, I mean, that the uh, audio is just heartbreaking. And it was, oh, I'm dying, seats. I'm dying. And he described the color of the car and where it was, and the dispatcher did not share that with the police. That's the kid who got stuck in the seat. Yeah, in the Odyssey, oh, yeah. Horrible. All right, well, we were talking about this earlier, but congratulations to Prince William and Kate. Number three. The David question was, by the way, the question was asked, uh, if they adopt, does uh, the throne pass to the child? And it seems to be yes. Okay. That adoption uh, also works. All right. Well, they say that uh, she had extreme morning sickness. Kate did. She does. And uh, yeah, had it in her first two pregnancies too. But uh, apparently, and the baby was eight pounds, seven ounces. That was a big baby boy. But mom and baby are supposed to be doing just great. Do we have a name yet? No. No. And here's the deal. They wait until, so here's what sucks about this whole thing. They have to pick a name and then they have to go to the queen and the queen can go, Okay, or mm, no, try again. I don't think she would do that. And then the uh, uh, and then the betting starts going on. Uh, the uh, Ladbrokes, which is uh, their version of uh, the book, the bookies, uh, perfectly legal. They do a lot of gambling in uh, England. They give odds as to the names. So the two front runners right now, James and Arthur. Oh, 
That These are, uh, and usually it's royal names that have had, like William, and although Harry was kind of bizarre, but uh, it's, and then I loved it because the odds, and you can look this one up, the odds were a thousand to one uh, last time around that it was going to be Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Someone could have won a lot of money. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, some Southwest Airlines travelers yesterday either had their flights delayed or canceled because of the emergency inspections being done following that midair explosion last week. Oh, I now, I know it's a big headline, and it makes it sound like it was a complete catastrophe yesterday. 40 out of 4,000 flights were canceled because of this, and the delay rate was about 13%. Right. And by the way, on any given day, the delay rate might get close to 10% anyway. And uh, I think this has to do probably with the hours that the fan blades uh, had on those engines. And they just took uh, normally, let's say it'd be 10,000 hours. So what they did is say any plane, uh, I'm just coming up with a figure, hypothetical, any any uh, engine at 8,000 hours, for example, has to be uh, has to be inspected. And they just go down, down. Obviously, new planes don't have to be inspected. 5,000 hours don't have to be inspected. They think, unless it's a uh, design, uh, if it's a design issue, they ground everybody. There isn't a plane in the sky if it's a fundamental design issue. And the 737 is the most used plane. It's the most ubiquitous plane in the sky. Thousands and thousands of these are flying around. So uh, it was, well, there were 30,000, not hours, but it was 30,000 takeoffs and landings, cycles. All right, uh, we're going to come back, take a break, and we'll finish this up. KFI AM 640. Back we go, more handle on the news. Uh, The biggest stories uh, that we're covering and, in fact, are trending, uh, the Tennessee manhunt. Uh, the Waffle House uh, murderer, and we're going to talk to uh, Jim Ryan coming up in a few moments, who's covering that story. Uh, Macron, uh, the French president, uh, Emmanuel Macron, is visiting the U.S. for an official uh, official visit. I think it's uh, President Trump's first state visit that he has given, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, uh, the fun part is finding out what they're feeding everybody. You know, I love the menu part. Uh, how unusual, Right. Okay, I'll tell you what they're not feeding him. I can almost guess. A good pastrami sandwich. <laughs> no. Which is too That'd bad. Be incongruent, especially at Mount Vernon. Yeah, I know. Still it's a long be. way to send Brent. Yeah, it certainly is. All right, Beck, well, let's finish it up. Handle on the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. And they're probably not feeding them edibles either. City Councilman Mitch Englander wants to have amnesty boxes for your weed. So he says, you know, well, here's the bottom line. You can't take weed on an airplane, even if it's in California. You can't get on at LAX and get off in Oakland or something like yeah, that. But what happens when you do? Well, you could it's, you could be arrested. Yeah, but it's no big deal what they do policy wise. No, but you could be held over, miss your flight. That's the minimum that could happen to you because it's a. Technically, if you take it up, it's a federal offense. Oh, no question about it. But they're not doing anything with the TSA, at least according to this L.A. Times story. What the TSA does is simply follow the state law. 
And in this case, uh, Cal- they recognize California law, not legally, but they recognize California law as in they turn over the people to the police. Yeah. And the police, of course, let them go because there is no violation. Right. But once they're up in the air, then it's a violation. Yeah. Yeah. So it really would be if somebody with the airline decides to be a jerk. But uh, how would the person, how would anybody on the airplane know? Nobody would know. No. And especially if you're going domestic. I think Mitch Englander, does part of his proposal include he's the one who has the key to the amnesty boxes? Yeah, it could be. Ah, you know what? (laughs) And apparently they're going to need amnesty boxes for your apples. Not the computers, the actual apples that you eat. A woman from Colorado flies in uh, to the U.S. from Paris, and shortly before they landed, Delta Airlines hands everybody apples wrapped in a plastic bag. It's got the Delta logo on it. And she's like, oh, I'll save this because I'm not hungry right now. She goes through customs, and she's now being fined $500. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. You're not fined for bringing the apple. You're fined for not not revealing that you have the apple. So I'm assuming they must have asked her, are you bringing any produce or plants or whatever? And maybe she said no because she didn't think the apple that the airline gave her counted. And that may be true. And if you do declare it, all they do is say you can't take it in and then throw it away. Right. Uh, So there's no harm, no foul. But uh, what jerks they are. Uh, PR for uh, the folks uh, at customs. Yeah, customs. Yeah. Come on, guys. You could have just said, no, nah, you can't come in with it. And the airline had no business handing it out just before. Uh, if if just they're going to do that, and they didn't need to say, say anything. If, right. Delta needs to say, look, if you want to eat this apple, great. If you don't want to eat it, don't take it because yeah. you can't, you don't want to bring it in. So this is both Delta and border, uh, con- uh, border and customs. Yeah. Well, this next story, basically, Jeff Sessions says, if he's out, I'm out. And that is ostensibly what Jeff Sessions told uh, the um, uh, told White House counsel again, where uh, he said, if you fire, if the president fires uh, Rosenstein, uh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. That's a that's a dangerous move, though, because there's been so much tension between the president and Jeff Sessions. But it's Trump might be like, wait, I get a two for one. Right. And it could be. I mean, it would blow up beyond blow up. Uh, But it would it would then just uh, it would be done. The Republicans aren't going to do anything. They're going to scream. Oh, the president shouldn't do it. It was inopportune. It was uh, uh, unartful or unartful. Uh, when uh, he says horrible things, oh, it's just the president being the president. Same thing here. He has the right to fire someone, which he did, and uh, you don't. What's the, the one rule in politics that is never, ever to be violated? You never, ever go after your own president of your party. Whatever the president does, it doesn't matter. Now, can he use uh, Giuliani as a scapegoat? Because Giuliani wants to end the Russia investigation. It's still his decision. Even if Giuliani, what's Giuliani going to do? Make the decision for him? No, but I mean, what if what if Giuliani makes the recommendation in the case for it? And, oh, and then there the are plenty of people making the on. case. There are plenty of people making the case for it. I'm sure. Well, uh, President Trump pulled us out of the Paris Climate Agreement, so Michael Bloomberg decides he'll just write a check to cover this year's commitment. We were staying. Must be nice to be worth about fifty billion dollars. Yeah. You know, it's hard to believe that it's only four and a half million dollars for our share of it. 
but obviously the president's decision had nothing to do with money. It had to do with the philosophy of uh, we will stay the only country in the world that doesn't believe in uh, any kind of climate change. Well, I think one of his problems with it is it's sort of non-binding. So I think a lot of people are saying, so we're going to make all these sacrifices in order to meet our guidelines and all the countries around the world that don't, nothing happens well, to them. Well, the problem is most countries around the world have signed on, virtually every single one. All right, we're going to take a break? Uh, yeah, let's do it. We're done. Jim Ryan is in Tennessee on the Waffle House shooting, and we'll cover that when we come back. This is KFI AM 640.